When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's the WaitingForNextYear.com podcast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. The Cleveland Browns beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in a preseason affair, and I'm going to break down some of what we saw a little bit behind the box score. First of all, let's start right with the most important news of the day. The most important plays of the day came courtesy of Donovan Peoples-Jones. We've been hearing about him in camp and like all things related to the camp, we've tried to keep it with a grain of salt, take it with a grain of salt. So you don't want to overreact too much to what you're hearing about a guy who's performing really well in camp. But Peoples-Jones showed it in the first live action against the Jaguars. He hauled in, let's see, how many did he catch? He was targeted so much. He called in uh, three catches for 26 yards. He was targeted five times. He didn't play a whole lot. The, the degree of difficulty on some of the catches, there was one that he was, he was running his route. The pressure came into Case Keenum's face, and he had to release the ball early, well before uh, uh, DPJ was even turned around looking for it. He makes the adjustment. He turns. He catches it with one hand. This guy, he just, his ball skills, his ball skills are there. He seems to be a professional route runner already. So everything the best that you can ask for in a preseason game is for it to back up what, what people are seeing in training camp. And so far so good with Donovan Peoples Jones. That's, that's maybe one of the most important revelations from the first preseason game. If there are any, the other one is case Keenum. Um, thank goodness. We're not talking about quarterback controversies or, or training camp battles at the quarterback position, but what, I do want to make note of, especially having watched some other games or bits and pieces of other preseason games, Case Keenum is an absolute luxury as a backup. In many situations in the past, Browns fans would have been forced with some kind of a controversy in trying to figure out whether Case Keenum could be the starter, and if so, for how long, and and what he could do to help the team win this year now, and Thankfully, they don't really have that. He's He is the backup. Nobody expects him to be anything but the backup. And he's actually perfectly suited for that. He's a 33-year-old guy. He's got a lot of experience. And so to be able to see him show with nothing but second teamers, basically, that he can professionally run the offense and run it um, very well, it's a, it's, a, it's a comforting feeling, especially for a team that expects to go deep into the playoffs this year health is always a questionable thing a scary thing for any team and if baker mayfield does miss a couple games you feel like the browns have a really good chance um especially with the other offensive weapons on this team that uh you know they might be able to keep their heads more than above water um with case keenum as their backup All right, so let's talk about uh, the quarterback on the other side just so that we can talk about the Browns' defense. The Browns 
made Trevor Lawrence, the Browns' backup defense, mostly backups, no Miles Garrett, no Jadeveon Clowney, no Denzel Ward, no uh, John Johnson the third. Just we could spend all day talking about the people who didn't play for the Browns' defense, but they made Trevor Lawrence look like a rookie, which is good. They sacked him two times. The guys who got the sacks were Sheldon Day and Porter Gustin. Porter Gustin probably will end up being in the rotation. Um, I'm not sure that you want Porter Gustin as your starter. Actually, I'm pretty sure you probably don't if you have playoff aspirations, but he's he's a really solid guy. Uh, Solid backup, solid rotational piece. These are the important guys on a team once you've got Miles Garrett and Jadeveon Clowney. Um, you've got to be able to give those guys a break from time to time. Um, so anyway, those guys get the sacks. The the one uh, the one sack that JOK, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa got, was against Gardner Minshew a little bit later, which brings me to the next point. Um, you know, that was that was the Browns' defense as a whole. So let's talk about JOK in, spe- in specific because he really kind of popped off the screen when you're watching it on TV. His speed... His ability to get all over the field was just on display all night long. He looked really fast. Um, He looked especially fast when he shed a blocker and got into the backfield and sacked Minshew. He got really close to blocking a punt on special teams, and they really put him to the test. He played a lot. He played a lot. He was close to the team lead in terms of snaps. He played 47 defensive snaps and another 15 on special teams. You know, one of those special teams plays was when he almost blocked the punt. He looks explosive. He looks as advertised as as the athlete. And now it's a matter of getting him experience at NFL speed and in the uh, the Browns' scheme, their defensive scheme. But all all, I'm not saying, you know, they're it's a it's a done deal, but. For what you could see, you saw what you wanted to see. Um, it was really exciting to see JOK look that fast and that good on the field in his very first experience out there. Um, let's talk about Demetric Felton. So he's kind of the Browns' gadget, uh, wide receiver slash running back. He basically played wide receiver yesterday. Um, he caught four balls. He had a 25-yard long uh, he looked he looked the part. He also had really nice ball skills a couple of times. Um, balls that just weren't perfectly placed or not ideal. There was one in particular that he kind of stabbed it out of the air because it, it got on him real quick. It wasn't uh, it wasn't in rhythm the way you would like to see in, in an offense, but he he stabbed it out of the air. He grabbed it, helped out his quarterback. It probably could have been an interception. It's hard to see on the replay if somebody was in the right position to intercept it, if it gets past him, but it would have gotten past many, many different receivers and, and certainly running backs that we've seen in the past. Um, so early returns on Demetric Felton are really good. Uh, you gotta, you gotta enjoy that. Um, and then, yeah, the Browns win. That part doesn't really matter except it's about how they won. The Browns won with basically no starters. You're talking about Case Keenum and Kyle Laletta. You're talking about uh, 
Davion Davis. Davion Davis, I don't I don't know if it's Davion or Davion, to be honest. He catches four balls for 56 yards and a beautiful touchdown from uh, 27 yards out. And it was really, it was a beautiful catch uh, in the corner of the end zone. He uh, gets one foot down, falls in on his hip. So, you know, touchdown. Um, but that guy probably is auditioning for other teams. It's hard to figure out a situation where he beats out Kaderil Hodge or Rashard Higgins or or one of the people at the bottom of the uh, receiver depth chart. And in, in addition to that, you've got guys like Dearness Johnson, who's a backup running back. He's probably your third running back. And then um, as we were talking about, Demetric Felton is, is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? You start adding up all those positions together and all those people kind of at the bottom of the, of those position groups and the ones who can play special teams, you end up with guys like Davion Davis uh, making plays and hopefully uh, latching on with other teams because the Browns, it's just an embarrassment of riches in terms of the number of, of, of players they have and people who can do different things. And, and we saw that where they pretty well dominated this football game. Um, the 13 points the Jaguars scored were in the fourth quarter when the Browns were really, really punched out. Their second string was really, really punched out because, as I said, the Browns didn't even play their first string guys. You just imagine how this team is going to look when it's Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry and Nick Chubb. And I, I didn't even talk about the offensive line, but the Browns didn't start any of their starting offensive line. And so to, to watch Case Keenum operate the offense and these running backs try and get moving, knowing that their job would be so much easier with the Browns starting offensive line out there, it's, uh, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it for all the right reasons. I hope you're enjoying it for all the right reasons as well. Um, anyway, this was just a quick one. I wanted to give you uh, some quick thoughts. Hope you enjoyed the game. Hope you had a chance to watch it. I also hope that you've had a chance to go check out the uh, Waiting for Next Year Discord. We really want you there. We want to be talking about the Browns all season long with you. Um, that You can check it, uh, the Waiting for Next Year Twitter account, WFNYCLE, and there's a link to the Discord on there. So make sure you come hang out with us. It's a really great community, non-toxic, um, unlike some of the corners of the internet, especially the Browns corners of the internet. We, uh, we want you there. So check that out. There's also a special channel for our Patreon supporters. Um, you don't have to pay to be a part of the Waiting for Next Year community, but we thankfully have a lot of people who do. They, they help keep our website afloat um, because we know the the business of the internet isn't what it used to be. So we appreciate you guys very much. If you have a, a couple extra bucks, head on over to the, to our Patreon and throw them our way. It's patreon.com slash WFNY. And uh, we will be covering the Browns all year long with you. And hopefully it's a, a season to remember. We'll talk to you next time. It's been the waiting for next year.com podcast. Coming up on five minute news. I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because... 
The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.